1: the 11 to 1 show
0: L-M-F-M.
1: Sinead Brazel on LMFM Tina Turner the Queen of
2: Rock and Roll kicking us off this Monday morning Sinead Brazel here let's stay together yes let's stay together because after a week off it is lovely to be back it really is and it was a week of mainly demands from my extremely needy children play dates involving other people's children And far too many sweets for my liking. But I did get to read two books, which was quite good. I did see the fantastic light show at the Lou Festival of Light. Did you go down? Oh, my God, it was absolutely brilliant this year. Also, I dabbled in some fancy dress, which, you know, definitely brought out the inner child in me. And I did clean a lot. What is that about? You know, when you're on your holidays and you're looking around your house and you're like, oh, look at that crevice that I never saw with all that dirt inside. And I must clean this immediately. That's kind of the sort of vibe. Uh, so there was a lot of cleaning, but I'm so glad that I'm back to routine. And as my children informed me this morning, there is but a mere seven weeks. Yes. Seven weeks until you know what. <laughs> they reminds me of this this morning as I dragged them from their beds. I want to say a big thank you to Paul McKenna for keeping the show on the road last week. And I have to mention the brilliant Brian Howard. And it's actually appropriate that we kicked off the show with Tina Turner because... Oh my God, Saturday night in McHugh's pub in Drogheda, Brian took to the stage as Tina Turner in a lip sync battle for all ages. It was just fantastic. It really, really was. And it was all in aid of the Drogheda Women and Children's Refuge. And I was living my best life as a judge alongside Jed Nash, Councillor Jed Nash, and also uh, Susan Kyo from the Women's Refuge. Now, I thought that Jed might be a bit sort of Simon Cowell, no, he was sort of, he was more like Louis Walsh. He was very easy on them. And I was loving it. It was brilliant. But I have to say, big shout out to all of the businesses that took part in this. So what happens is, right, you're sitting there and Linda Martin was there. It was very glam. It was great to meet her in the flesh as well. And uh, what happens is they play a video, you know, on a screen or whatever of the acts, like, you know, sort of like a star in the stars in their eyes kind of thing. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be this sort of vibe. And you see these people in the video and they're all sort of a little bit shy and retiring and quiet. And then out they come on the stage. (laughs) Like, oh my God, who are these people? Absolutely amazing. So we had Cher, we had Madonna, we had Mamma Mia, we had the Spice Girls, which was epic as well. And the cream of the crop, the ones that took home the very coveted trophy on the night was the fantastic team from Sage and Stone. And people who... (laughs) listen to Jerry Kelly regularly will know Kira Burke of course from Sage and Stone and uh, now an image of her as the bearded lady from The uh, Greatest Showman is just in my head she was amazing they did a medley of The Greatest Showman and it was stunning absolutely brilliant 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 they the, the whole audience on their feet they were fantastic and thanks be to god us judges did not have to vote it was up to the audience thank god because everyone was absolutely fantastic but most importantly so far rough estimate but so far 7000 euro has been raised for the drada women and children's refuge which is just unbelievable there is a GoFundMe I'm going to give you the details of the GoFundMe as well if you want to continue to donate but I have to say a big hello to all of Brian's family who are listening in right now as well I met them on the night and I can't remember all of your names because you kind of all shouted your names at me but I know that you listen in every day so big thank you to you for that and it was lovely to meet you all and they are big big fans of Brian and they should be everyone was so so proud of him I don't know how he did it in the heels and all Fair play to him, but it was absolutely brilliant. So I did really, really enjoy being part of the big night and hopefully those donations will still roll in. I will give you the details, and say, of the GoFundMe. Now, getting back to the music, here's Lyra. There's Lyra with you, our Select Irish and LMFM's 11 to 1 show. Now, Brian has been on to me and he said it's actually at €8,000 last count which is fantastic for the Draught Women and Children's Refuge that's brilliant so there is a GoFundMe okay so if you just go into GoFundMe and just search Brian Howard and Drawda Women and Children's Refuge you'll get it there I'd say you know that's probably the best thing to do and you can donate whatever you have to that cause and that is fantastic to see that 8,000 euro particularly at this time of the year as well you know unfortunately the Draught Women and Children's Refuge are going to be very very busy around this sort of time of the year they always are busy um, but every little Donation to them is so appreciated. Now, I'm going to take a quick break. After that, I got music from Niall Horan, and a major band is looking for you to take part in their next
1: single. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. L-M-S-M.
2: I've kind of accepted it now. There's going to be a lot of announcements and references to Christmas. It's going to just look at, you know, it's sort of happening now, isn't it? Whether we like it or not, it happens earlier and earlier. And people like to be organised, like the guys in Drogheda and District Chamber of Commerce. They have announced that their Christmas lunch is going to be happening on Friday, December 15th. That's in the D Hotel in Drogheda. Now, the reason that they're getting the information out now is that there is a very special guest and there's going to be, I'd say, tickets flying out the door for this so this year's guest is Enda O'Doherty so Enda is a Mountaineer endurance athlete and really inspirational speaker so places are really limited for this for more information or to book your ticket you can contact Brenda she's at the chamber brenda at droherdechamber.ie so that's happening December 15th in the D Hotel Whore with Heaven and LMFM's 11 to 1 Now this would be like Heaven to fans of Coldplay and we all know how many fans there are for Coldplay You know we were here with the computer refreshing for hours and hours not a ticket to be had Well this could be our chance to kind of you know Really, I think it's going to be better maybe than seeing them in concert. I'm going to go as far as saying that. Essentially, Coldplay are looking for fans to sing on their next song. Yeah, they're putting the finishing touches to their 10th studio album, Moon Music, it's called. And uh, included on this will be a brand new track called One World. So they want the voice of us, the fans, to be a big part of it. So they've announced the news recently saying, we are nearly finished, Moon Music. If you'd like to be on it, perhaps you could add your voice to a song called One World. We would love that a lot. The band is looking for those who would like to have their voice on the song. uh, So record yourself singing. Oh, right. OK, this is easy, right? So you don't need to like sing a load of words. All you have to do is record yourself singing uh, for a few seconds. Now, hopefully it'll be better than that. God, maybe I shouldn't apply to this. All you have to do is record yourself doing that. Uh, you can either copy the note on the site or sing a C or G in any octave. Oh, here, we'd be here all day trying to find a C or a G or whatever. But anyway, you go on to their website, which I'm on right now. It's called uh, oneworld.coldplay.com. And there you go. So all you have to do is just sing, "Oh" ah, like that. Or maybe, you know, you'd be better than me at singing Hopefully. And there you go. Oh, hang on. They've given us the note. Hang on. This is the note we have to sing in. Hang on. I see like this. Uh... Oh, okay. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Oh, uh... that's not too bad. Not too shabby. Okay. Off you go. <laughs> if you want to be part of it, oneworld.coldplay.com. There's code line with the one now. It is one of the most iconic musicals of all time, *Les Miserables*, and song stage one new music group. They are bringing this to the stage. We're going to find out more next.
1: The eleven to one show.
2: Stage one new music group Songed and Doc are excited to bring one of the most famous and beloved musicals Les Miserables to the stage this month. It features a cast of over 70 performers aged from nine to 18 and you need to get ready for a grand and very uplifting performance that's happening in Anthon Art Centre from the 15th to the 19th of November and I'm delighted to have the director of Songed and Doc Trace Dunn. She's on the line. How are you getting on Trace?
3: Good morning Sinead, how are you? I am
2: good, I am good. Now there's no doubt about it, but Les Mis is one of the world's most iconic musicals. I can see the appeal to put this on stage, but I'm surprised. Have Song not performed this before? No.
3: We did it in 2007. Ah, good while ago now. It's frightening that most, I think, actually I think nearly all the cast, uh, bar maybe 10 of them, weren't even born the last time we did it. Wow. Okay. But so, It's frightening when you think about it like that. I
2: know. Time, it just it marches up on all of us. It really <laughs> does. It really does. But, you know, it's a show that's really renowned, I suppose, for complex emotional themes. I mean, is mm-hmm. it adapted? Is the story adapted? Because, you know, it is kind of, you know, it has to be age appropriate, doesn't it, for the cast?
3: Yeah. They have slightly, What that's why they call it a school edition version. Uh, so there's just slight changes to what you would see, say, in London or on a tour. Um, And obviously there's age restrictions on the performance because they don't give it to amateur societies um, and adult ones. So uh, they have to be aged 18 at the oldest.
2: Okay, okay. so it's adapted accordingly. So tell us Mm -hmm. about the cast, because you've got kids, as we say, ranging from about nine all the way to 18. And I have to mention Alice Turner because her uncle works Mm -hmm. here with
3: us. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Alice is one of our little cosettes, yes. We've Alice, Alex and Tess playing their roles. They're the three youngest, actually, in the cast. Um, but uh, great talent. And they're coming from all over, actually, like Meads. We have some travelling from um, Summerhill in, in Meads up to, you know, Indondock as well. So, um, but a great cast.
2: And what was it like picking them now? Because I, that's probably the trickier part of it, is it? Do you have kids mm-hmm. in mind or do they all have to audition?
3: No, we did open auditions uh, back in May. Uh, and I had a huge turnout. Obviously, we couldn't take everybody. Um, so it's, it's great, great kids that we did pick. Um, like we've 67 will be on stage, which, as I said to people, our, my production team weren't overly happy with me when you're trying to fit them all on stage. Oh, yeah. But it was just so hard when we were auditioning. Uh, we did have to turn away a lot of kids because so over 100 auditioned.
2: OK, so that's great to know yeah. that there's so much talent out there in, in the local yeah. area. Uh, and as you say, a huge cast on this stage. Now, Anton, uh stage is quite big, but I can understand absolutely mm-hmm. the reservations. So what's the rehearsal process been like? Because, you know, as we mentioned, the characters are complex to understand. Is it challenging to kind of help the cast, I suppose, become at one with the character that they're playing?
3: Absolutely. Like, we've been rehearsing since pretty much we finished the auditions in May and over the summer and that. Um, now, we were lucky with the Loud County Council the Arts Office there give us some funding, and Brilliant. we got two people in to do workshops. So back in September, we had Brian Gilligan, who plays Scar at the minute up in The Lion King and the Board of Gals. He oh, came down one evening and worked, yeah, with the cast. But yesterday was absolutely one of the highlights of my, my uh, career, um, working with song. Um, we got the director of Lim is in London. Wow. And he came over for the day. Yeah. And it was incredible. I cannot, I'm still in shock at things he was able to get these kids to do that we would never have been able to. Um, it was just incredible to watch. And I think the whole cast just. They just, they had a fantastic day. Oh, that is really good.
2: As you say, once in a kind of a lifetime, particularly for these kids, absolutely. I would say an awful lot of them are are going off now, home after the practice, head held high. That (laughs) confidence boost for them.
3: Absolutely. And he was so good with them. Um, and he was only to really stay, like he'd flown over from London yesterday morning and he was only to stay with us for three hours. He stayed on a little longer uh, he loved it. He loved working with them and he even said leaving that he was super impressed with them Wow. and um, he loved how they engaged with him. that they did listen to what he was suggesting and what he was getting them to do. But it really was. And I mean, we had the crew were there as well. Like all of us afterwards were just in, we we're just in awe at, of the whole thing.
2: Oh, that that is fantastic to get. And it's so important. I'm always talking about that on the show. The importance of getting funding like that is hugely, yeah. hugely rewarding, as you say, It really, really is. Now, there's some absolutely iconic songs and music in uh-huh. this show. Again, is there a little bit of your own twist or are you sticking fairly to the songs that we all know and love?
3: Um, you know, obviously uh, it's, it's such a great musical and, and from the minute the first bar of music starts, uh, the audience will just be enthralled by it. Um, every song you know that from Limiz is in it and every cast member singing every song, they sound really, really great. Um, so I think it's like a roller coaster of emotions because you do go from where you just want to cry at parts <laughs> to where there's the fun parts like Master of the House. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah no fantastic music and as I said vocally it's so challenging for them because Mm. they are young but they really are raising the bar every time we rehearse they get better and better.
2: Fantastic and I have a little sneak peek that people are going to be able to listen to now very very shortly. So look at most people know the musical but for those who have not seen Les Mis what is Mm -hmm. the plot?
3: Well, it's basically about a man called Jean Valjean and it's his journey through life and people he meets along the way and there's lovely little stories of all the different characters that you meet as you go along. Um, it's based obviously um, in France and, um, but I guarantee you everyone will have a favourite character yeah. because no matter who you talk to they'll mention, no, I liked Marius or I liked Javert or I liked Ethanine. Everyone has their own um, favourite um, but every song, every piece of music is just beautiful beautifully
2: written oh it totally it really really is and it's one of those ones of course it's going to last the test of time it really really is and you know in terms of the set design costume all of that you guys Mm -hmm. always go all out for this sort of thing talk to me about production design elements
3: Yeah, again, the team have been working with me since we we only found out we could get the rights. Because with Limiz it's so restricted. Mm. And initially we were actually to do a different musical this year and at Christmas then they had contacted me to say they were going to release it again as a school edition as into um, youth groups. So we decided in January, let's just do it because it mightn't be available again. It could be taken off for another 17 years. So the team really have been working since January. And... I, You know, I always say, I can't do it. It's not just me. It's not just one person. It's all of us together. Um, but it's hard going, you know. We're getting a set in, getting costumes, lighting, all that's involved in it. Um, and everyone's working day jobs, and we're coming in at night to do these things. Of course, but, yeah. Um, it's been, what are we now, 11 months of planning, and uh, we're all just really, we're looking forward. We move into the theatre on Sunday morning, and it will be mayhem and chaos for three days of tech. <laughs> but um, everyone's just we just can't wait to do it now.
2: Absolutely. I can't wait to to see his take to the stage so the 15th to the 19th of November. Yeah. How can people
3: get tickets? Now, they're available at Antoine Arts Center and um, mm-hmm. and as far as I know from certainly from Saturday I think there is
2: only seats left for Wednesday night. Oh, wow. So okay. I think so,
3: we are pretty much sold out. Oh, that's uh, yeah. amazing
2: news. Well, you guys always yeah. do. Your reputation at this stage, you know, precedes yeah. you. A lot of people know in advance that they're going to get such a fantastic mm-hmm. show. So get on there straight away, people, on yeah. con.ie for the details. Now, we do have an iconic song uh, here that you sent me last night. Do you want to introduce it, Trace?
3: Yeah, and I will say, this was recorded at our very first rehearsal in May. Oh, wow. Okay. They sound brilliant on it, so you can only imagine now, after all these months of of, um, rehearsing, how much better they will sound. But this is Do You Hear the People Sing?
2: Of course. Absolutely brilliant. Threes, best of luck. Break a leg, as they say, and thank you so much for for joining me. I'll pass it on to the captain crew. Thank you. Thanks a million. Bye bye bye. Threes, done there. Here they are in action. from the first ever rehearsal oh my goodness me absolutely amazing Les Miserables the school edition as we say 15th to the 19th of November on Thorn Arts Centre on for details Shania Twain man I feel like a woman now we're going to be going back in time to 1946 and the birth of an iconic Academy Award winning actress and also it's a day for anyone that likes nachos
1: The 11 to 1 Show.
2: Now it's time to go back in time and we're going all the way back to 1946. LMFN Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1946, Sally Field, you know, the actress, you like me, you really, really like me. Do you remember that speech? Yeah, yeah. She was born uh, on this day. Of course, she was in Forest Gump, Flying north Gidget so many Mrs. Doudfar they'll be here all day naming her CV but she was born so happy birthday to her and today is Nacho Day sometimes they're hot and spicy sometimes they're cheesy sometimes they make a mess but one thing is certain they're absolutely delicious and a, they're real real favourite. so nachos apparently it was in 1943 uh, they were created and uh, there was a maitre d' of a restaurant who had no ingredients left at the end of the day so he had tortillas some shredded cheese and some pickled jalapeno and he just made up nachos. So there you go. It originates all the way back in Mexico, 1943. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and New Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Billy Ocean, love really hurts without you. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come. She's one of the most exciting Irish singer songwriters at the moment. Roisin O, she's going to be joining me. She has a new single, it's called Chris Pratt. Yeah, after the actor. i going to have loads to chat to her about that. She's going to be joining me. And it it's not long now, and a certain reality TV will be making a, a, a return as well. So I'll have all the details of I'm a Celeb. Oh.
1: The 11 to 1 show
2: Boy Band Star is headed for the jungle More details after Ellie On air online on your smart speaker This is LMFM Ellie Golding On LMFM's 11 to 1 And I know you're just dying for this You're dying for me to play this It's an iconic song Yeah, it's happening It's back I can't believe it I can't believe it's going to be back in our lives but I'm a celebrity get me out of here 19th of November by the way people not that long to wait and they have signed up JLS boy band star Marvin Humes he's swapping the stage for the jungle And uh, very much has the support of his wife, Rochelle Humes. I mean, exciting. I think he's always kind of been the most famous. I couldn't even remember any of the other people from JLS. But he is going into the jungle. As well as that, I can tell you that his fellow This Morning star, Josie Gibson, is also going to be in the jungle. I love her. I'm a big, big fan of hers. I think she's going to be great in the jungle. Meanwhile, Coronation Street's Alan Halsall is said to be in talks as well. I want to, like I just feel though we need someone that's going to give us a, a little bit of color, like we kind of had Boy George last year, you know, fairly iconic star as well. We need someone of that caliber. I'm thinking, but they won't disappoint us. November nineteenth, that is when it's returning. That's all I have so far in terms of who's going to be on it. But so far, so good. I'm liking the lineup so far, and uh, I'd say now a lot of people will be waiting for Marvin to take a shower in the jungle just saying just saying just throwing it there There you go it's coming back in our lives November 19th now let's see what else is happening in the world of showbiz
0: The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi I'm Max the new reality series 007 Road to a Million premieres on Prime on the 10th of November it'll see contestants take part in James Bond challenges for a 1 million pound cash prize Brian Cox, who's best known for playing Logan Roy in Succession, is the commander. He orchestrates all of the tasks, so we ask who he thinks the next Bond will be. It's very hard to say. Uh, Everybody has their own view of Bond. Now we live in an age of diversity. It's going to be very hard to know who will be the next Bond. They have to think about that very strongly now because we live in a different age. Whoever the next James Bond will be will be somebody, I probably think, somebody pretty extraordinary. Nicki Minaj is teasing her upcoming Pink Friday collaboration with drake she says the song will take you back to 2010 but we're in 2082 as well it's just so refreshing it's so dricky there's a brand new robbie williams doc dropping on netflix on november 8th it'll look at his life from the start of take that to now Robbie Williams revealed to us he still doesn't know why his song Angels became such a hit. It exists out of my, outside of me and outside of my understanding. I didn't know how special that song would become for me and whatever it is out there. It made me the artist or the professional person that I am today. Thank God uh, I had a hand in writing it and I was lucky enough to be in the room that day. That's The Buzz. I'm Max.
3: The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest
2: news and gossip on the LMFM app I did see the Robbie Williams uh, documentary popping up on Netflix all right as a recommendation so out on the 8th of November want to say a big happy birthday to uh, this is coming in from Maureen in Manalvi she says please wish my lovely son-in-law Robbie O'Donnell he's from Swift Court Trim a very happy birthday today have a lovely day Rob Uh, coming from everybody there and also uh, from Anthony in Liverpool Pills. So I hope you're having a fab day. There's Benny King. Stand by. Stand by me. Now, she's one of Ireland's most exciting singer-songwriters and she's just released new music, which will be in your head for the day, I promise you. We're going to be chatting to Roisin O next.
1: Oh, the 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore
2: She's one of Ireland's most exciting singer-songwriters and it's no surprise really as she comes from such a well-known Irish musical dynasty with songs like Still Gold, 2023 and Stolen becoming huge hits. Rosie O is back with a brand new single and it's an uplifting pop track tinged with nostalgia. It's going to bring you right back to those house parties of your youth. She shared the stage with a host of renowned artists like Lionel Richie, Brian Ferry, Hosier to name a few and after a hugely successful UK and Irish tour she is finishing off to 2023 with the ultimate show in the Academy in Dublin on December 7th. It's her biggest headline gig to date. I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant Roisin. Oh, how are you getting on? I'm great, Sinead. How are you? I am fantastic. You know, I've spoken to your brother many times. Your mother has featured on LMFM. It's only right now that I got the chance to speak to yourself, Roisin. And my goodness me, you've enjoyed quite the year. I'm exhausted just reading about everything you've been up to. How has 2023 been for you?
4: Uh, it it has been an absolute dream. I've I've never been so busy. in in my life and yeah it seems like the perfect year for it to happen because of my single 2023 that song was all about looking forward to this year when things will get back to normal and yeah they've gotten back to normal and then so for me
2: (laughs) yeah talk about writing having a nice premonition there in that song writing about everything that's going to happen absolutely but bring us right back now because was it inevitable that you would pursue music because really it's in the blood Roisin
4: yeah, yeah, you know, I always loved it. Like from a very young age I think I wanted to do it. I got the bug at about twelve when I when I got on stage and, and sang for the first time and I think I've had that ever since. And yeah, just being on stage and, and performing in front of people has yeah has always been my passion, really. So yeah, I've just kept doing it since then.
2: And, and what was the reaction like at home now? Because look, at it, it's a tough business. I don't need to tell you that, but it's even tougher for women in, in the industry. Were there warnings, advice, or were you sort of led off to find your own way?
4: I, I, like, I think there was definitely warnings for us, yeah, because obviously your parent, my parents knew how hard it is, you know, to get get ahead in the mm. industry but I think they also knew that um, you know once we had the book there's there's no real talking to someone who wants to do it and of course they they're passionate about it and can understand that so they were always really supportive and yeah just there for us and, and helping us in any way they could you know
2: which is great to have that because you know for, for some parents it's like you know particularly actually sometimes the uh, parents in the artistic world are like no be an accountant what are you doing you know <laughs> yes
4: they <laughs> We definitely did have that talk and we did, we, like both of us, myself and Danny, who decided to go into music, had to go to, uh, to college before, yes. Before you know, we went out and did it. Now, I, I managed to get my degree. I think Danny left in his, in his final year, but it was more about just trying to do something else, you know, just in case if all that plan was always wanted.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a fallback plan. It's, it's good to have in the back pocket, absolutely. So, you know, talk to us about the songwriting process because you're so, so honest in your songs, like your love life, relationships. You're not afraid to be honest. You're not afraid to show vulnerability. Is that the key to making great music or is it just a really great way to channel all of that emotion into the craft? I think, you know, for well, for me, when I
4: started and I wrote my first album, I think I, I wasn't that way as much. It's only since... I've released this last album Courageous and mm. like songs like this, like Chris Pratt said, you know, when, I, when I, the first single from Courageous was Heart and Bones and that was really like hard on your sleeve yeah. type of stuff. Very literal lyrics and telling about heartbreak that I had experienced. And I think when I released that, the response to that, people could really connect with it on, on a lot of different levels. And I think when I, I felt that response from people, it made me want to be more honest in my songs. So since then, all it's very, very literal of I'm telling stories of what has happened to me and, and how it's affected me. And, and that seems to reconnect people. And I suppose as a musician and as an artist, like, oh, that's exactly what I'm trying to do with my music. So yeah, I've sort of got hooked to being super honest because I think that's just, yeah, it reaches people the most, you know. Oh, it
2: really does. And speaking of the new single, Chris Pratt, I mean, from the title alone, I was like ears pricked already. I mean, this is this is really resonating with me because it's bringing me right back to sort of those hedonistic college days, parties, yeah. that kind of stuff. Now, you know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, you know, like nudge Chris Pratt out of the way, but Keanu Reeves was always kind of, he still is mine, you know, but I know he doesn't have the same ring to it when you're going to, put lyrics around it but uh, tell me about this I because is it going all the way back to that kind of nostalgia that carefree hedonistic sort of lifestyle
4: definitely like I this song is really you know I called it Chris Pratt it's not it's not about Chris Pratt it's about <laughs> someone who looked very or I thought looked very like Chris Pratt my first love you know and it was about around that time seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, 19 when you know, we, we didn't really start going into town, into clubs yet, yeah. we just go to house parties and hang out in the kitchen and play music and, and dance and, and chat like, and that was, the, the, we were having the time of our lives, and uh, yeah, that, it's sort of about that time, and, and there's a lot of references to that like Guns and Roses songs, and Britney Spears songs and a big mix of, of that sort of 2000s nostalgia for us you
2: know yeah. Oh totally totally. Now you know you are mixing in certain circles so you know the real Chris Pratt might get wind of this song. <laughs> what, what do you think his reaction might be like? <laughs> I don't know I think I, don't, I think he'd
4: like it. You I know, think he's going it. We're yeah, yeah. not too far off in age you know yeah. so I think I, I don't know. I have I say he's a Guns N' Roses fan as well. So. Oh, I'd say so. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I I, I posted uh, up something recently, and everybody kept tagging him in the Brilliant. comments. Brilliant. So you never know if he, if people keep doing that, he might he might get to see it sooner or later.
2: Yeah, he will absolutely. So talk to me about approaching the the writing process. I know um, with this one, uh, particularly you've worked with Danny on this one. Um, you do obviously collaborate a lot with him and with others. Is that a natural thing do you do you veer towards him in terms of sounding out ideas for songs uh, when it comes to stuff like this
4: yeah i used to like danny i, I wrote my first songs with danny when mm. i was very young you know and and then started writing with other people but i do feel uh, he's he's such a great songwriter and we get along so well we know each other well so you know there's there's no that awkwardness sometimes you get when you're writing with someone new that you don't really know it's can be a difficult situation when you're bearing your heart out about, about some breakup you've been Well, through, I was just going to say, you know. Right you know,
2: second, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, is it not <laughs> weird then bringing up teenage angst and first crushes and loves with your brother? Like, that's a bit, you know. <laughs> Ah, uh, know he doesn't.
4: We're, we're good pals. He doesn't mind. But it was funny. I actually wrote these lyrics, and I wrote I wrote that line. You're playing Madonna in the kitchen. You know every word of what it feels like for a girl. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then he's like, hey, we need a, a second, like a B part of the chorus. So I was like, I couldn't think of that, and I was just I was joking when I wrote that. The spit of Chris Pratt in the kitchen teaching me the words of Guns N Roses and Roses, Night Train. And I was like, this is just. I was like, I was joking there, Dan. Like this is just a filler spot. He's like, no way that's brilliant. Like, you have to keep that in. Yeah, that's he's
2: right. Great, you
4: know? so, yeah, yeah, no, he's
2: absolutely right because it's that stuff that'll just sink into people's heads. It really, really is because we've Actually. all been there. We've all been there trying to pretend that we like cooler music. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> For the, <laughs> the crushes in our lives, we really have. Now, speaking of collaborations, you have collaborated with various artists in the past. Um, you know, particularly I'm thinking as well, you know, you joined uh, with Joe Bro to, to form Thanks Brother. Was that a relief in a way to kind of kind of not have the whole pressure of performing solo as Roshi No,
4: yeah it was like and collaborating with John and thanks brother it was like it, it was I, it was the right for me at that time in my life John was an amazing songwriter and I loved working with him and I just felt like I wanted to, to try something different mm. and I suppose you know I just I really I really miss doing Rochino then afterwards it, it became something different I started writing songs that weren't thanks for other songs and I was I was nearly going to start a new band or something but I actually met my manager Adele and and she was like she told me like rochin there's there's people out there who want to hear your voice who want to hear Rochino and thought I'd be mad to start something else new and that I should go back and do Rochino and I'd like to be honest he's so right and I I haven't looked back since it's just grown and grown it's been amazing
2: yeah she totally was right but sometimes it's that little and I think women uh, kind of you know suffer from this a little bit more it's that imposter syndrome a bit isn't it there's a kind of voice going oh you know will people remember who I am or, and did a, yeah was or that you can't do this on your own you
4: need someone else
2: to do it with you but you don't really <laughs> you don't you absolutely don't so what was that first show back like as you solo again
4: Oh, it was it was super emotional. I think the first the first one back, right when I the big my big Dublin show uh, when I released "Courageous" uh, was in Dublin in the Opium, and all oh, there were tears. It was yeah. it was really emotional because we had just come out of sort of lockdown as well. And of during course, lockdown, yeah. I think a lot of musicians were like, "What am I doing with my life?" I've, like I've got nothing to fall back on here, and people were starting to get other jobs and stuff. And it was definitely something I thought about. You know, maybe I should. Be thinking about another career when everything was so grim for the arts during lockdown, mm. and and to come back and and release that album and and have a crowd of, of full house people singing the words back to you, it was yeah, it was mind blowing to be honest. And I've been yeah sticking to that feeling ever since. It's been
2: great. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I could imagine. I've seen videos and stuff and obviously been in the crowd, you know, for things like that. And it does seem so just in, incredibly amazing even in the audience. So I can only imagine for, for someone like yourself up there on the stage. So speaking of live shows, you've got quite a big headliner coming up in December. How are we feeling about that one?
4: I'm so excited. Now, to be honest, like, this, this this big Dublin show December 7th it's, it's like the biggest show I've ever done a headline show and I always get so nervous for the Dublin shows my hometown shows you know um so I had been really nervous but yesterday I got into rehearsal with my with my band and it's the biggest band I've had and they're all such great players and we went through some of the set and I'm honestly I'm just so excited about it now I've gotten over the stress and I'm just so excited to put on a great show it's it's good. we're going to do like full production and it's it's going to be special. We're going to have some special guests. And Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be a night to remember for sure.
2: Oh, fantastic. So you've had such a hectic year performing so many different festivals here and abroad and obviously this big gig in December. Will it be feet up now after the gig or are you still hectic for the rest of 2023?
4: Oh, I'm pretty hectic. So like as part of all this, I'm, uh, I've am i also started playing keys
2: for the Coronas. So oh, sure, look, why not?
4: I've been touring with them as well I'm heading off to Australia on Wednesday um, and when I get back I'm have the two shows and then after that I'll be going into shows with the Coronas and the Olympia and Speaker uh, Street and yeah it's sort of non-stop
2: but I'm going to take January off that's, oh, be that's good. that's good that's good we need January nothing's happening in January anyway do you know what I mean yes, so that's right. perfect uh, so Roisin uh, would you be up for this now we did have Danny and the Coronas play Sinead asks celebrity stupid questions would you be up for this yeah, for sure. That's okay, good. here it goes, here it goes. Roshino, you know, what's in your pockets right now? Um, literally
4: nothing. I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm in a bathrobe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Or right, people call them bathrobes, some people call them dressing gowns or house coats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love an L <laughs> bathrobe. Fantastic. Pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Definitely I'm, I'm not pepperoni. Yeah. yeah, pepperoni all the way. Absolutely. Uh, last person you texted, don't say me because that's not very showbiz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I have, let me check. My, I know who I think it was. My best friend, Elisa. We were going to go watch a movie, a oh. scary movie in her house tomorrow
2: night, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, what song would have you running to the dance floor? Oh... Uh, um, summer of 69 oh yes (laughs) iconic as soon as I hear that first twang I'm gone I'm there with you absolutely secret celebrity crush would it be Chris Pratt I'm just guessing now definitely
4: Chris Pratt yeah for sure
2: (laughs) strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you
4: Um. oh my god I, I'm not sure. Someone brought me a, a box of donuts backstage oh. once that had my name on them. That was interesting That's and nice. also very tasty.
2: That's nice. We like food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll take it. <laughs> if your house was on fire now, loved ones are all safe, but there's time to run back for one thing. What is the thing you're rescuing from the fire? Is, is do- Are dogs a part of my family? Oh my God, you're exactly like your brother. He's exactly the <laughs> same. He said the same thing. No, the dog is fine. <laughs> okay, okay, the dog is fine. Um, oh, it, it might... Well,
4: it probably has to be my passport so that I can can i i can
2: work abroad okay good thinking good thinking <laughs> <laughs> absolutely roshino it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you i'm gonna let you actually introduce your own single if you'd like to as we finish up here
4: yeah for sure for sure all right will i go for it go for it yeah okay this is roshino and you're listening to chris pratt on lfmm radio here we go
2: <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. Roshi No, Chris Pratt. (laughs) I love that she's written a song about Chris Chris Pratt. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, By the way, those uh, tickets are available as well still for that gig on December 7th. So you can get all the details on Ticketmaster.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
2: Big hello to Carol who messaged in earlier on in 086 1800 658. She's listening in as she's painting We'll have to give her a song that'll kind of keep her going with the painting Here's Derma Kennedy for you Dermot Kennedy Don't forget me We have music from Nelly Furtado on the way right after the job search LMFM Job Search
1: with Local Heroes. Backed
2: by Gáis Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with
1: Local Heroes.
2: Visit localheroes.ie Drogheda car sales require a store person. This is a full-time permanent role. Salary will depend on your experience. To apply, please email info at MagTrust Limited requires general operatives and machinists to join their production team in Tully Allen. To apply, please email Keith. He's keith at magtrust.com. Nace Oil Company Limited, the maudlins industrial estate Nace are currently hiring for the position of rigid truck drivers in the Meath area. To apply, please send your CV to kathy at naceoil.ie. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bortgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie
1: You're listening to the 11 to 1 show with Sinead Brazel on your station LMFM
2: Nelly Furtado, say it right. How would you like to win a PlayStation 5 or a holiday worth €3,000? I'm going to give you all the details of a fantastic competition, all in association
1: with Scotch Hull. Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show.
0: Oh, L-M-F-M.
2: How would you like the chance to win some great prizes every week from now until Christmas, including gift vouchers, a year of free cinema? Oh, yeah, please. A PlayStation 5 or even a holiday worth three grand. Well, every time you spend 30 euro or more across any of the shops in Scotch Hall and Drawdell, you'll have the opportunity to enter their Santa's shop in Snap draw so this week's prize is 400 euro worth of goodies from Be Perfect Cosmetics nice and a glam session with a makeup artist of your choice in store and a 150 euro voucher for the Deviate fashion store that is not bad all you have to do is upload a picture of your receipt using Scotch Hall's QR code entry form and stay tuned to LMFM to see if you're one of the lucky winners so 30 quid that's all you have to spend in any of the shops and you can enter the Santa's shop in Snapdraw. the four of us bringing our show to a close thank you so much for your company as always enjoy the rest of your Monday and I'll chat to you again tomorrow oh,
0: LMFM. listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on LMFM.ie or the LMFM app oh,